maybe you got rid of the old yee-ass haircut you got, you get some bitches on your dick. Stop talking to me. That was good, that was good, that was good. Wrong, sir. Wrong. What's up, gamers? <laughs> What's up? It's it's my favorite female co-host that I've always had. Uh-huh. Jillian, yep. how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Weekly recording of my podcast, you know, totally. Yeah. How do you, how do you <laughs> feel about true crime? Not that we haven't talked about it before, because we talk about true crime every week. Well, together. that's that's why we talk about it every week, is because you know I just have such a personal passion <laughs> for like speaking out for victims. I don't know. You sure? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, every true crime podcast, from what I've listened to, which is as we both know a lot um mm-hmm. love they love speaking out for the victims it's not this like weird voyeuristic look into just people <laughs> murdering is, other people it it's definitely about the victims how every yeah every true crime like person <laughs> that makes like true crime content and it's just yeah. true crime they're like we're actually doing this to bring attention to the victims and their families that went through things and then they spend the next 45 minutes being like so this is how ted bundy murdered and raped this woman and, and this like, is how I find it really hot for some Yeah, it's point. like, oh, no. Oh, I think you – that, that disclaimer weird. didn't like solve everything. It's like saying no offense and then the N-word. It's not going to work. <laughs> that's, like, not, that's, not expect, that's not what I was expecting you to go to. But uh, yeah, it is like saying no offense and then just immediately saying the N-word. Yeah. Hard yeah. R. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You said it, if you said it with the A, then people would be I like, mean, well, you like, said no offense. So, well, you said uh, hmm. it takes it down one fine. level. <laughs> that, that, that pushes it into the realm of acceptability. I'm uh-huh. kidding. Let, for for anyone joke. listening, that's a joke. Because <laughs> um, some people will get mad at me. Uh, how are you, oh. Jillian? I'm good. Um, I think in the past three days, I've gotten like six hours of sleep. Just because I'm an insane person and very manic right now, so I'm. What, I'm what have you been time. doing with this energy? Um, I cleaned most of my room. I cleaned the whole apartment. Um, I have been working on a variety of projects that will never see the light of day because none of my manic projects will ever see the light of day. Except are they the like dog- are are they like artsy fartsy little things or? Are you are you writing? Or like, well, let's, let's get a little bit of the details. Oh, a little bit of a bit of, little yeah, bit of lore. Hot goss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I want some Jillian. I think the fans <laughs> have been asking for some Jillian lore because you've been on the podcast for uh, like two years straight, and we yeah, finally are going to sure, get some lore. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I. Sometimes when I get manic, I just assume that I'm good at writing, and then I write. Like it doesn't matter what I'm writing. There's I've made scripts, I've made manifestos, I've made songs. Manifestos. Like it's no good. It is no good. I uh, I remember in 2019, uh, be- before things fell apart in my life in that year, um, 2019, I was like, I'm gonna write a light novel, which is uh, for, for normal people listening is it's a fucking anime book, but it's not like manga. It's just, (laughs) it's a book, but it's like shitty anime crap. Uh, I was like, I'm going to just write a light novel because you know, I've never written anything before in my life, but clearly as somebody who's consumed some media, I have the authority to write a shitty book. And I got uh, like 5,000 words into it and dropped it or something. Oh my God. 
Yeah, but it was you That's know it was a fun. To it. That's normally farther than I make it into these things. No, because I I, 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 don't know, I was in this weird productive kick where I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna write like 500 words, a day, or it might have been like 100 mm-hmm. words a day. It would depend, but like I at least was like every day I'm gonna write a little bit. And it was like a good exercise in like daily discipline because I was also like working yeah, out a little I've bit every sure day. Done that. Um, when I'm manic though, I can't edit anything and I don't reread it. So Editing's just for like, losers. Editing is for losers. But there's That's just you like pay somebody to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So I don't think looking back on any of my things, it would make sense. Yeah. At all. And that's I the think, real and problem. And I think that's the best kind of content though. Is it just like it's just complete random bullshit and you just you just put it out there for like, you know, the however many fans of the Doug Zone. I mean, of Bad Boy Crimes. Uh, of Bad Boy Crimes, yeah. Or both because there's there's they're very interconnected. Um just put it out there. I'm sure, you know, Ethan will mm-hmm. read it and be like, <laughs> "Wow. Nice." <laughs> I also get back into like drawing and art and stuff every time I manic. So that's fun. That's always fun. That one's actually yeah. like kind of productive, I think, in some way. My manic episodes these days just kind of devolve into uh, <laughs> tweeting a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yesterday, yesterday I was going through it and uh, I tweeted. You a were lot you were tweeting more than normal. You were tweeting, more, <laughs> and there were weird tweets. Uh, but I'm good now. They were cryptic. Um, yeah, well, that's that's part of the fun because I like in my head I'm like, well, I'm going to leave everybody a puzzle to figure out what's so going on. So cryptic that I personally had to DM you and make sure you were okay. I was like, <laughs> let's schedule this recording, and also let me make sure he's not about to do something. Oh, I'm going to do something. Real. <laughs> no, uh, I would never do anything real. I'm a very fake person. No, uh, yeah, no, I'm fine now. It's just sometimes you just you kind of you're well. You know, you're going through some some stuff and then other things happen and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, my brain isn't working properly. And then you mm-hmm. kind of sit down and then you're like, oh, I'm actually, this is whatever. You this played some fine. Kirby, you're fine. You chill out. Is the, is the Kirby game good? I haven't played it. I've been playing it a little bit this morning. It is very, I mean, it's cute. That's like it's the a, main it's appeal. A it's, just, it's a Kirby game, but it's cool. like, it's a Kirby game in the structure of like Super Mario 3D World, which is my favorite kind of. Okay. Mario game that I've played recently. Ah, so, you liked 3D World. I was, a, I'm a, I've been a 3D World even uh, mm-hmm. evangelist. I said almost said Evangelion, <laughs> but no, uh, I've never even watched that. But I've, I've been a big fan of that game since it was on the Wii U, and everyone was like, "It's mm-hmm. bad," and I'm like, "It's actually." I never the best thought it was one. bad. I just, I don't know. I think everyone was weirded out because it wasn't a 2D like. It wasn't a 2D, Mario but game. it also wasn't like 64 or something. And it, wasn't, so and it like, wasn't like a side scroller. It was just like this weird kind of amalgamation of everything they'd done thus far, which is fine. But I mean, I think it slaps. I, I, I'm always tempted to buy it again it on the Switch. Got it. Got it. Do you have a Switch? I do have a Switch. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, gotta, gotta get Kirby. Gotta get Kirby. All right. Maybe I'll convince Jay to play it with me. I think There's Jay co-op. might be into Kirby. Yeah, I, I can see her being a great bandana waddle D. Is that like that's the you... the dedicated co op character? He's he's waddle D, but he wears a bandana and he has a spear, so he's like a oh, specific one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, <laughs> you know, bandana waddle D uh, sounds like a made up slur. Like it's not <laughs> it's one, like but it, waddle it's D's call each other. <laughs> <laughs> we really D shouldn't racism. be saying it. 
Well, but some of the Waddle Dees <laughs> I've noticed are different colors for me. Like they're various shades of brown. There's light skin and dark skin Waddle Dees, and I imagine the colorism going on in the Waddle Dee community is very Do you problematic. Think Waddle Dees were like colonized by Kirby. Like, is that no, what I happens? Think, what's well, the What's the deal? What's so the Kirby lore? The Kirby lore, right? Kirby, Kirby. <laughs> um, so I think Waddle Dees are native to Planet Popstar. At some point, King DDD is the king of, of Dreamland, which is on Popstar, I think. So I don't and know. And King DDD's no good, right? He's well, he's he's like not great, but usually at, when push comes to shove, he ends up being a good guy at the end. Mm. But he has to be like kind of bad first, I think, because there There's, has to be a antagonist in order for there has to be to an antagonist well it's like you know kirby thinks king ddd's up to no good and then there's a, a reveal that actually someone even worse is behind Ooh. everything and so here with the new one there's i don't know if you've seen any of the promo stuff for uh-huh. but there's like the, this little blue eared flying rat thing yeah and i'm like he seems like a Fred, but you, with most Kirby games, as you see, there's a Fred, and then they're actually bad. And I'm like, this little blue fuck, he's up to something. I don't, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> no, I don't. And so every time he says anything, I'm like, he seems like he's just saying nice things, but <laughs> I don't trust like that. So I'm, and probably he's not actually a bad guy, which is cause... weird because you're traditionally super trusting of people and don't think they have any <laughs> ulterior motives. No, I. Well... <laughs> That's just what I want them to think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, Kirby's good. Kirby's good. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you're, dude, there's you're doing been a furries, great job There's been furries coming into the <laughs> restaurant so much, and I don't know why. I don't know why furries have started appearing in my area. I, there's they, there's so many of them. Are they wearing like? So how the level of furry okay. that's on display? Because there's okay, there's a yeah. sliding scale of public, and furry it slides the scale. It does yeah. slide the scale. Obviously, there's okay. no fursuit because, like, how are you going to eat in that? You know. Well, I was I was like hoping that was the case because I'm like, would they just sit down crazy. and pretend to eat, or would they like pop off their head? I would be very concerned if like they were sitting. They just took their head off because I'm like, oh my god, it's being decapitated. And then there's a person. There I think a I'm kid like, would cry if that happened. I would hope so. <laughs> all, all the all the kids at no. uh, the restaurant, the, restaurant. <laughs> the chain restaurant I work at that has never been named, and yep, and it never, never will be, be. and I, I, um, I'll never name it. That's for sure. Uh, but most of the time, it's like ears and tails and paws and like collars. Okay, so <laughs> one time I was at Shake Shack, and there was definitely a girl wearing ears. And there were rabbit okay. ears, and it was it was definitely like I don't know if you're a furry or if you're just doing like a weird e girl thing. Yeah, it was kind of before that like phase, an anime reference or yeah, I'm like something. you you could just be some weird horny girl. I don't know, right? Like that's just some some weird bullshit. Live your truth, bunny ear girl. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe don't like maybe don't do that at Shake Shack. I'm well, don't to live your truth fucking... in public, but no, never be yourself in public. It's <laughs> no. such a bad idea. You never want to be yourself. Period. But especially how I live public. my life. But yeah, no, if you're going to do it, do it where no one can see you. Mm-hmm. Stay in the closet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a bad message because, you know, people look to me for uh, good advice and, and life morals. But I also saw that's what I um, do. Well, <laughs> that explains a lot. No, um, there, there was one time I was at the mall and I, 
this is a classic mall thing, but there's definitely uh-huh. a dude walking a girl on a leash in the mall. Oh yeah. 100%. Like at a hot topic. And I was just like, not that I was in the hot topic. I was walking by and I witnessed it and I was like, Hey, cool. I want to kill myself. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The last you time shouldn't I went do to, that. The last time I went to like a mall, there was an old man that had two girls in anime wigs that were young enough to be like his granddaughters on leashes. It was no good. I was not okay, honestly it. that guy. Were the girls hot? <laughs> were they hot girls or were they kind of? I, like, I don't whatever? know. You don't. Yeah. Okay. They're well, mid. Well, that's they could be hey, a lot. Two worse. mid. Two mid. Is that like two one mid good? when you're like sixty and they're twenty? Yeah, that's know, pretty good. You're doing okay. Good. Does two Shout mids add up to like one full bay? Like, do you need? <laughs> if your girl what, is mid, what's the mid to bay conversion ratio? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, and I have you have you seen like a full fursuit full on thing in real life before? Yes, it's horrifying. Oh, I uh, in high school I would go to like comic book conventions, right? And oh boy, oh no, the amount of furries there are startling, and they like congregate into groups and like roam well, course, around together. Yeah, in packs. It's no good. In- <laughs> it's just it's all no good. They like bark at people. It's and you know, if you it's know startling. that like later they're all going to be in one hotel room together, and it's going to be yeah. disgusting. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but also at the conventions, a lot of them are like ten to fourteen year olds yeah, in fursuits, and then their like mom is like chaperoning them and looks very uncomfortable, but is like trying to be into their kids' like interests. I mean, and that's all you could really. I mean, like you. You're, it's a tall order to be – like would, I had would a you kid, do? Yeah, what would you do if your kid was a furry? <laughs> like, I, you know, in my heart, I want to be like, yeah, I'll, I'd support you. But like secretly, no. I would be like, really? I had to have a fucking furry kid? Really? Like, <laughs> what mean, did I, how see, did I fail as see, a father? It's dangerous because like autism's in the blood. And like <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah. you. <laughs> and like, listen, autism and furry, I don't like how much that Venn diagram overlaps. Yeah, you're like in that little sliver that, that's I'm just the, the autism one. Outside, because at, at first glance it's just a big circle, but you, you like yeah. put a, put it in like a microscope, and there's like a mm-hmm. little sliver. That's where you're, and living. that's where I live. Yeah, and apparently there's like a me little too, sliver on the I, side. I yeah. you scored the same on that very scientific <laughs> autism test. Uh, there's a more scientific one online that you can take. That's like an actual that. inventory, but uh, I. I tend to at parties get drunk and then make make people take it and then spend the whole night gaslighting them into thinking they're autistic. But- That's great. <laughs> How much gaslighting do you do? Like on a general? daily basis? Yeah, on a daily basis. Like on your let's let's make it weekly so you can kind of average weekly? in. You know, I like mean, because at a party it sounds like you're gaslighting. Oh, people at a, a party lot. it's happening. Like you yeah. might as well. You know. <laughs> I might um, as well. The only time I really do it is at a party with or with like strangers or people I barely know. Cause like, I'm not Mm going to gaslight my friends. That'd be rude. Ignoble. (laughs) I feel like the best people to gaslight are your friends when everyone's really drunk, right? Well, yeah, that's like, I don't get anything. It's not like my best friends, but like the peripheral friends, those are the Uh, best ones when we're drunk, whenever it's like my friend's roommate or whatever. And I'm just like, trying to convince him that he's autistic while he thinks he was trying to flirt with me. And it's like, it's just funny. 
It's just a good bit. <laughs> it's mostly just men that try and hit on me. I gaslight them into thinking they're autistic. That's what it is every time. Well, and they're the, because they're trying to hit on you. They're like, yeah. They're like, well, I'll believe anything she tells me. Uh huh. It makes like, it. No, I, I'm it, never in a position where I can just like lie and because there's somebody who's into me is like yeah i'll believe what this guy's selling because also i'm like a pretty shitty liar <laughs> um sometimes um, uh, i am infamously known on my college campus for being very good at like lying and bluffing games so just no one trusts me well i'm good at lying and bluff like for example among us i was really good at among us because i would play to my strengths of like being plausible deniability and not like I'm not good at lying in terms of like saying a bold-faced lie that's just nothing about it you is true. You skirt around I'm, the truth. I am great at dancing around the truth. And pre- of like lying saying by something omission, that's technically shit. I love lying by omission. It's so great. <laughs> this is a great thing to admit on a podcast. I like <laughs> I don't do it a lot, but like in, in you know like among us or whatever, that's like the only way I can lie because if I try Sanctioned. and tell like a gaslighting. Right, yeah. But because if I try to tell a real lie, it would just be like, uh, it would, I would choke, like trip over my words and mm-hmm. just fucking like make up something completely ridiculous and no one would believe it. You know, yeah. Sometimes no. I'm just bored. And so I'll, uh, <laughs> you commit atrocities. <laughs> sometimes when I'm bored, I just like lie to a stranger for no reason. I mean, I do that in the Reasonable Beef Discord, but it's again, it's just me lying about being in Marvel movies. And I don't think any, I mean, I no one should believe that's more me. of a bit than a lie. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, but it is like, still me. I am still not telling the truth. I mean, that is. Yeah, but by that logic, almost every joke is a lie. Well, you know, and I don't like it when stand up comedians go up there and they tell me a story and then they're like, actually, it's not true. And I'd be like, the only reason why this is funny is because I'm believing the story actually happened. If you're just saying words, it's like, well, I can make up bullshit too. <laughs> is that is that autistic? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, feels or a little autistic. T- <laughs> but- gaslight me on Mike. Uh huh. 100%. Into being autistic. No. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just like, I'm normal, but I'm a bit. You're a quirked up white boy. I am. Oh, I am a quirked up white boy. <laughs> am I goaded with the sauce? Listeners, say? Vote, vote now on your phones in the Discord. We'll do a Twitter poll. Is is this quirked up white boy goaded in the sauce? I I think I, I, don't might, know. I might just do that. You might? Okay. I might just do that because I think people will agree that I, I am. <laughs> I mean, it was decided that you would win in like a battle royale in the Discord, which I don't get. I don't think I, you would. I think it would 100% be... Marty, your comrade, 100%. Well, I think they're – you're counting on on the fact that they definitely – of anybody who would kill, it would be them. Yeah. Right. They, they, they have like, the guns. Well, at least Marty has the guns. <laughs> they're they're ready to go. Now, I think my strategy would basically to just sort of avoid You'd be conflict. the crazy one? No, I think I would just kind of fucking avoid everybody. But like if I had to be ruthless, I would – you would be ruthless. No questions asked. But I would win kind of just by avoiding conflict and then like taking cheap shots. Because that's I how think- I play Fortnite and I get to the end very frequently. <laughs> so. I have played one game of Fortnite in my entire life. I placed eighth. Um, I didn't kill anyone and I just hung out in a warehouse and built a house. Well, they got rid of building. I know. <laughs> what it was- the fuck? 
what's the point? Isn't that like the only thing that makes it somewhat different? Like different from like PUBG or any uh-huh. other fucking battle royale. Yeah, that you can build like-, like walls and towers or whatever. And the because I don't know how to build, so like now that they're getting rid of building, I'm like, oh, you're gonna be cracked. I'm like, cool. I'm I've I've everyone else had handicaps. I've been playing, yeah, normally this whole time, really. But like these kids will just fucking build giant towers in like mm-hmm. five seconds out of nothing, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? I can't do that. I'm I'm old. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm old. Like I can build in Minecraft. That's easy because it's just placing blocks. But like the way the the walls and shit in Fortnite work. It's too complicated. Oh, we have to like turn that. them to the right thing and make sure. Yeah, it's it's for busybodies. I'm not doing that shit. I think Fortnite in general is for busybodies. It's it's fun, kind of. I don't know. It's fun to stream. That's it's good. It's fun getting people like Red Bull to jump in and uh, say the n word in chat, and I tell them not. I tell them not to. It's fun whenever. Uh, Skillshy can find a new person to mentor in life through your he, Fortnite chats. Skillshy, you know? Skillshy needs to stop talking to <laughs> underage boys. <laughs> that sounds way worse than it is. But technically. That is technically true. true. But that's the same thing as if you had a conversation with a child being like, well, coach has been talking to a lot of underage boys lately. Oh, you know how I feel about those underage boys. I hate them and I want nothing to do with them. Um, yeah, no, well, oh, I'm, I can't wait for Charlie Fox tried to turn 18. I'm getting his ass on the cast. Yeah, 100%. But uh, before he ever joins the we're Discord, getting, though, I'm we're absolutely getting his ass on the cast. 100%. Deleting the Twitter. Oh, all the screenshots, chat. all of that. All yeah. that's gone. Uh-uh. Um, not that it's even really bad per se, because it's mostly. It's, it's mostly, mostly me, but it's other people. Yeah. But it's me looking at it and go, look at what Charlie posted today, which any of you can check by just looking at his Twitter. Mm-hmm. None of it's private. So mm-hmm. letting the record show I've done nothing wrong. And I'm not <laughs> gang stalking this kid. He's funny. Yes. I like the tweets. The tweets are uh, you know, very, very much inspired, I think, by by our good personal friend, Skillshy. He talks a little bit about too much about femboy bussy. You know, for my tastes. You know, but I think that that's just a period in life people go through. I see. You'll he'll get out of his femboy bussy phase. I I can speak for my only myself here, but I never had a femboy bussy phase. I've never. Did that's you just never have a been, femboy phase? No, not where you were the femboy, but where you no, were I into never, femboys. No, I never had. A, I had the, or when like, you were the femboy. I mean. Off. I mean, I, I had a, I mean, because Nick Aldershaw and I are the same fucking person in a lot of ways, but I had the same. That's no good. Faith. Well, eh, <laughs> not in all the, the ways, same coin. In, in some way, which is I, look. So, you know, he talks about how in high school or whatever, there's like a period of time where you can act a little gay and yeah, you get chicks. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, it's yeah. the same fucking thing. Yes, and the guys off. get the most girls. Mm-hmm. That's like very. Well, it's not even like being college. bi, it's just being like. Slightly feminine and it's like just in being touch like with comfortable that side. with your masculinity, I think. Yeah, like I don't know. There's something in the water. Then I think it was like the the whole Twilight and Glee and all that kind yeah. of all that shit. Pretty boys. It was a pretty pretty, boy. pretty boys were doing great. I I was cleaning up <laughs> until I stopped cleaning. Famous up. pretty boy coach. I was I was a I was a pretty boy. <laughs> with my bleach blonde hair i was very you pretty. bleached your you had bleach oh blonde. yeah 
Oh no. In the high school did you bleach it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like dyeing it colors or were you just like blonde? It was just blonde. Let me pull it up. You're not friends with me on Facebook, are you? No, I don't use Facebook. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's that's the generational divide right there. It's the generational divide here. Let me. I'm gonna try and show you a picture of me with blonde hair from high school through. Uh... Oh, oh god! <laughs> it was red. Oh, it was it just looks rad. like you in a party city wig now. Like if you <laughs> shaved and put on like a party city wig, I would look that's no what different look at like. all. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I've, I've aged gracefully in the last decade. Um, I will. I think your new hair suits you a bit more than the blonde, but. Well, I mean, literally everybody has said that. Uh, the sweetie was like, uh, "Don't bleach don't, your hair. Don't do that again. Don't do that." Yeah, and I was like, "But you know, it was fun." I will say, you know, I don't think the say- haircut was helping though, because it was like the 2010 haircut. Oh, where- it was just. I was. It was. It was not really a haircut as much as it was me not cutting my hair. <laughs> It was the phase where moms would give every boy bowl cuts until he decided he didn't want them anymore and would just, in protest, grow out his hair, and then it would look like that. Yeah. That's why- I love the flow. I miss the flow so bad. Are you going to try and get it back? Is that your plan? No. I, no. I, I've kind of given up, like, because first of all, I have, like, an office job, so I have- I mean, granted, I had a mullet for a while, so they didn't yeah, really care that much. But it's annoying to have. I know that it looks bad. Mm-hmm. I have enough self-awareness now to know that when my hair is nice and short and I look, you know, kind of put together, that's a good look for me. Mm-hmm. Right. There uh, is something though, very freeing about knowing you're doing the ugly thing and doing it anyway. And just being like, I don't fucking care. See, I hate that. <laughs> I, Go I for hate it. when other people do that. So I can't. But that's like, what in- you were doing with the mullet. No, but I legitimately was like, I think this looks cool. It's not like I'm like, oh, this thing's. This, I think this looks bad and I'm going to do it anyway. I'm like, I think this looks cool even though I know other people think it looks bad, but like, fuck that's, them. That's a very thin line between the two. It's, it might be a distinction without a difference, but yeah. uh, I love making those. So I'm going to say that it's too- You love separating yourself from uh, like Manic Pixie Dream Girls because y'all are like way too close. <laughs> I, I do not like the implication that I am <laughs> anything you, close if you were to being a, girl, a manic pixie. If you were a girl, girl, if you were a girl, you would be a manic pixie rebound girl, hundred percent. A manic pixie rebound girl. Uh huh. That's term coined in the mean. Discord. That's mean. I think I'd be a hot girl. If, no, you know, if, I, if no, I got no, if I got so, ahead of it, if I got so, ahead of it, the thing is, the manic pixie rebound girl. It's not that she's not hot; it's that she's too crazy to be in a relationship. I'm not crazy. If you were a girl, would you be crazy? Yeah. I, well, I feel like that's sexist. <laughs> no, I'm thinking that well, you. I think it is. I, I think if you're just saying <laughs> the only difference between me and me as a girl is that I'm more crazy as a girl. What does that say about? Well, your opinions about women. I mean, you'd have more liberty to be crazy. You could get away with crazier things as a girl. You know, you said that, not me, and I'm not going to comment <laughs> on it. <laughs> but you know, I mean, if I if I pulled a Kim Petras, I think I would I would do great. You know, more go for it. <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, no, we. I can't have. <laughs> <laughs> two tr- trans women as as hosts of a podcast that would well, be too don't. many we don't yeah when has that ever happened never 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 there can only be will. one girl on any podcast if there's more than one 
no good. That's why my favorite murder is such a bad podcast. That's it's very that's unsuccessful because like they two they have two women and I'm like get Whoa. the women out of there. <laughs> no, thank you. If one, one of them stay. said they were non-binary, I'd be like, all right, this is fine. All but right, that's okay. Not- <laughs> Maybe that's why a lot of people are non-binary now is to get around the one woman per podcast quota. Well, it's a rule actually to get on iTunes. Really? You, you have non-binary? to have Well, no, you you have to have one woman on your podcast. So, Skillshy filled that role. Filled and, that role. Um, I deny being non-binary to fill that role for this podcast, you know. Right. Uh it makes sense. Yeah, because uh-huh. Right. I, I still forget what fucking feed this is going on anyway. By the way, we're 30 minutes in April Fools. Uh, this is a, is a, Jillian isn't skill shy. Wow. Crazy. We did it. If you hadn't figured that out yet. Um, oh, we should do, uh, figure out how to do like a cold open or something. That's like, well, I'll, I'll tell, eh, I don't know. It's up to you. Because I, I enjoyed doing the cold open for the Nick one, and we joked about doing it on the one we recorded yesterday, which I guess we can do a cold open. That's cool. We can do a cool. Yeah, I'll just tell Skillshot. <laughs> Me and Matt in the episode that we recorded uh, yesterday, we inorganically did a cold open where he just came up with like a punchline of a joke to start it to start the episode with. <laughs> so uh, so he did a Skillshot bit where he just says something, and you're like. Well, no, because the Skillshy bit is... He said a joke he was, like, workshopping that didn't land, and then we were like, oh. And then we just sat there for a second and then moved on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Skillshy bit is saying just, uh, an like, a premise. Mm-hmm. Not even really a joke. Just here's an idea that's maybe funny. And I go, wow, yeah. Or, oh, yeah, what does that you're... look like? So, yeah. Once again, we're back to you refusing to yes and anything. <laughs> I guess, and uh, people who have been listening, I feel like I've I've been much better about that since we had our little fight about it on mic. I've been much better about yes, and did I miss an episode? Oh, did you miss the episode where (laughs) Skillshine and I were like having a fight? Yes. Oh yeah, no, it's it's. Oh um, my gosh. Okay. It's pretty good. Like in a. That's exciting. In a maybe meta way, I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's funny to listen to knowing both of you. Yeah, like, I'm well, sure that that'll be an interesting listen for me because I have had my close personal friends coach and Skillshy yeah. fighting. I mean, devastating, but. It, no, I mean, it was funny because Skillshy was like uh, upset with me and he she she brought up something and then I was like, oh, you, you want to have this discussion now? Okay. <laughs> and then we just fucking go at it. It was pretty, it was, I don't know. Hashing things weird. out on mic is. It's so powerful. funny and it's powerful and hilarious. Like the concept of waiting to have a fight until you're recording is so funny to me. Well, it wasn't planned. <laughs> I know it wasn't planned. But yeah. The concept <laughs> of y'all being like yeah. starting a fight and then you're like, wait, we gotta get it on mic. Well, we had a lot of we had a lot of like I don't know. There's a lot of tension because when we were trying to do the Patreon stuff and then also the regular episodes, it was mm-hmm. like People joke about how oh how hard is it to record two hours of a podcast a week? Turns out it's kind of hard, uh, <laughs> and scheduling is difficult, and you just kind of get burnt out. And so mm-hmm. you know we were kind of hitting a point. And ever since then, I think things have been a lot better in our in our friendship. Since um, like, sometimes you just need to take you know, take a step back from things. You know, Skillshy learned a little bit. I learned a little bit. It's it's really a beautiful metaphor for friendship, isn't it? 
That's really what BBC is. It's all about the friends you make along yeah, the way. Ever since day one, we've said the this real is bad boy friendship crime is first. <laughs> crimes are second. Crimes aren't even second. I don't know no. what's second, but it's not crimes. I don't know what's second either, but it's well. In the last episode, I spent sharpening sweeties crime. Well, for for my content, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in the last episode, I spent like twenty minutes talking about Blue's Clues, and it was sick. Blue's Clues is good. Unironic yeah, Stan. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Blue's Clues. There's a lot of new characters. Let me tell oh. you. Yeah. Dang. The, the Spice family, they have four kids. Not just Paprika anymore? It's not just Paprika. No, they oh have my another gosh. kid. And then uh, they have like, they had twins. My my cousin had like this Blue's Clues kitchen set when we were little that I was oh. so jealous of. That sounds so And sweet. it had like a was paprika like- and a salt and pepper and the microwave with the eyes. It was crazy. It was it was well, crazy. Paprika's older now, so she has a smartphone. She's like a teen. They gave or Paprika a smartphone. She has a smart, like she has a little smartphone for the size of a a spice shaker. Well, I assumed it wasn't like a full iPhone next to. <laughs> a no, salt yeah, no. Shaker. She has a little. She has a little smartphone. I'm like, Good for her. I don't know if I would do. Like, I don't know if I agree with salt Is and pepper's paprika parenting styles. A niche internet micro celebrity. <laughs> I she she has that vibe. You know, I haven't watched any episodes, but I wouldn't be surprised if she's like posting selfies to her Instagram or if she's like uh-huh. a TikTok star. Oh, one hundred percent TikTok. Paprika no, they wouldn't definitely do a, a TikTok. They wouldn't do tic, TikTok like in the show, but they do something that hints towards it being TikTok. Yeah, it'd be like she records lip syncing videos on Jim Jam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I loved in like iCarly how they had the fucking eggplant. Like oh uh, the pair phones computers yeah pair I thought yeah yeah, yeah. the pair mm-hmm. phones that was or, all like, the, the Nickelodeon ones they used pair instead yeah. of Apple the pair cinematic universe mm-hmm. well because uh, it was just Apple products that they just fucking <laughs> slap stickers was. on or like weird cases I mean I would pay big mm-hmm. mo- do you think someone you has a made phone? a pair phone I'm sure they have I like pair how you Amazon.com this is how we get people to stop. Like referring to it as like the Dan Snyder cinematic universe. No, it's the Paraphone cinematic universe. Anything that has used a Paraphone is in the same world. I just found the most e-girl thing on the planet, and I have no idea what the fuck this is. What did you find? I it's so it's called a Devoom Ditu Retro Pixel Art Game Bluetooth speaker with sixteen by sixteen LED app controlled front screen pink, and like I think it's a speaker, but you can also like. Program Use your it to, phone to draw like pixel art things yeah. on the display. It looks it's if they had it. Oh, they have it in other colors. This actually is really check this out, folks. Uh, follow along with my voice <laughs> and look up what I just said. Check it out. It looks pretty cool. Not an ad, but oh, it's pretty that's fucking sick. sick. That's yeah. so sick. I kind of want one of these. Like I do. Pink, I will but, say that like the pictures that they chose for the promo, like. It's bad. It's rough. Like, she's wearing a, like, cat girl <laughs> collar with the bell on it. Um, One, two, three, four pink band-aids. Uh, like, the candy bead bracelets. Yeah. White mascara, anime wig. What's funny is that's only on the pink one. All the other ones Wait, have either regular models or nobody. Oh, my gosh. The pink one is specifically targeted for towards e-girls. girls. 
Yeah. He, he clicks the black more- one and it's just like some oh. lady holding it going like, wow. It- I was curious if it would be more expensive if like they did like a pink tax on the e-girl, the e-girl tax. They honestly should with for that fucking art. Does this have good reviews? I really want this. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a, it's a cool. There's a weird keyboard it's an thing. There's clock. There's Two? games. It has games. Are there are there games on this? <laughs> Big, potentially large. There's Magic Eight Ball. There's dice. There's snake. I mean, Magic Eight Ball is not really a a game. It's got. Yeah, I'm five... calling Magic Eight Ball a game. That's like... a that's a tool. Really, it's an asset. <laughs> It's an asset to your spiritual journey, is what that is. People fucking love this thing. <laughs> Lots of reviews. Cool. Are you gonna get All the right. pink one? I'm not. I'm not an e girl. But you could it, be. I'll get. I'll get it for Squid of, as a birthday. This will be present. the beginning of your bimbo arc. I'm not having a bimbo arc. <laughs> I'm too. I'm too smart. I think you're like over your Joker arc. I think you've gotten through that. Yeah, I think you've I mean, gone past the Joker arc. Well, because I've, I've sharpened myself so much. I will you know? say, I am not leaving the Joker arc anytime soon. I'm staying put. Yeah, standing I feel like my you gotta be in the Joker arc. You're like early to mid twenties. I feel like is prime Joker arc, and now yeah, I'm, I'm literally I'm, twenty. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I'm in the the latter stages mm-hmm. of being in my twenties, so I think I've outgrown it a little bit, and now I'm sense. just a guy. Might be in my Riddler arc. No, I wish. I mean, I don't. I still don't like that he's an accountant. Well, if you got had five hundred followers, maybe maybe you would if be. Only five hundred followers. If I only. I don't. Do you not? No, I have like like one eighty or something on Twitter. Granted, I like made my Twitter private, so like I there's no way for me to really get new followers organically because no one can retweet any of my stuff. Yeah, that makes oh, wait, sense. Someone follow requested me. Oh, it was uh, it was truck. Someone follow. Oh, it's truck. Well, hey, I mean, I was just saying I don't get any follower requests. It was just funny that and there was somebody one. did. Yeah. Although my Twitter is still. Uh, I mean, I was just getting into some real maidenless behavior. Let me tell you. You so yeah, you were. <laughs> the fact that you're not maidenless. Yeah, I know. But you just kind of spiraled for a bit and was like, Valso, Valso arc. We're going back. We're going no, back. No, no, no. Well, maybe ma- ma- this is like, like a, is an Elden Ring meme. Let, let me be clear. That's an Elden Ring bit. Because uh, no, you walk, I'm you like go into the game and then it gets. Yeah. But. The guy you, tells you you're maidenless. I'm like, well, fuck you, buddy. Of you panic about something and you immediately go back to being a Valso. That's so funny. I'm not a Valso. I'm not a Valso. I mean, well. Not, not anymore. <laughs> Everyone in the Discord was Valsel for a while. Well, it, it, sometimes I think that's good for some people. I mean, some oh, people hundred percent. Some, some people, people might be, be selling fucking. a little bit more than they want to, you know. And I, I, my heart goes out, you know. Heart goes out to the sometimes it's good. Couldn't be me. <laughs> not me. Never, never me. But heart goes out to them. Hope they're doing okay. <laughs> I hope I hope nobody takes that personally. <laughs> I don't think anyone will take that personally. Well, mm, no one I say? know will take that personally. If it's anyone I you know, that's between you and God. 
and oh, that there's person. a lot of things between me and God, but God and I are on great what's terms. What's between you and God? What, what's going on there? The sword of Damocles. Oh, <laughs> it's very, no, it's, very biblical. It's it's you always right it above was my head. Yesterday, well, it, it, you know, it came back. It's fine. But sometimes it, it like it psychs it you out. You closer. Know? It plays a game of I play games of chicken with the sword of Damocles. I think as it's, you it's kind be. of a one way street. I can't really like yeah, because like you're not gonna do anything win. about it. You know you're yeah. not gonna win. I just have to sit there and watch it. And be like I'm not gonna flinch. It's like I ain't <laughs> gonna flinch because I'm a sword. Uh, I can't flinch. And I said, okay, sick. <laughs> cool. I look into the eyes of the sword of Damocles and go, I'm not a fucking pussy. Go ahead and kill me. You know? Yeah. That's how I live every day. Go ahead, pussy fall. I don't care. Staring into that damn abyss and it stares back and I'm like, cool. I can vibe with this. I I can do eye contact. I I can't do eye contact. Yeah, I was like, you you like staring into the abyss, but your eye contact with it isn't too good. Well, my eye contact with anyone isn't too good. I realized that I don't (laughs) know the eye colors of any of my friends the other day. And I was like, oh no, this is, oh boy. (laughs) Really? I know of, of like my close friends. I know the eye colors of because if I know someone well, I'm fine making eye contact with them. You're fine gazing into each other's eyes in a very personal way. No, I'm not <laughs> fine with that. No elongated <laughs> eye contact, but I will. I will make. <laughs> you will. You will glance into their I'm eyes brief. and be like, "Whoa!" That's I enough. glance into the eyes and I was like, "Oh, my best friend's eyes are hazel, not blue." Oh, okay. And then I move on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? So you just like everyone's eyes are like black. Until until otherwise, like, well, like I just don't perceive their eyes until I make eye contact with them. Or do you have face yeah. blindness? What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. I see their faces, and like yeah. I see the eyes. I'm just not actively like looking at them or actively like trying to remember anything about it. If that makes sense. I guess. I mean, it's kind of like where where like uh, for me. Well, I mean, there's probably most people, but you like. You you drive by something or you walk by something a million times and you never actually really perceive it. And then yeah. you're like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. Where like, because I will, obviously, you make eye contact on accident and no, it's harrowing. Accidental <laughs> eye contact, my nightmare. My Is that, is teacher, that your top five scariest a, things? Is top five scariest eye. things. When a uh, professor or a pastor or anybody who's giving a talk like makes eye contact with you and they don't break it and so you're like am I supposed to break the eye contact or am I supposed to like wait for you to break the eye contact like I need there to be set in stone like eye contact rules and then I'd be fine (laughs) you need eye contact legislated (laughs) if everything had like a certain set of rules I'd be fine and but that's Autism. That's literally what autism. Is yeah, <laughs> so you, you love you love the rules. I don't like rules too much. Like I just don't like. I'm autistic in I ways that like, I don't like people okay. and I don't like interacting with them. But I'm not like super hung up on. I rules. don't like. I don't like rules. I like predictability and patterns. Like I like knowing what's going to happen because pattern yeah. recognition is big in autism. Big, that is true. big autistic trait. Pattern recognition. Um, conspiracy theories. That's yeah. that's just pattern recognition, and it's what it is. We know so many people who really believe in them. In, mm-hmm. Not to say that they're fake. I would never imply that, and not to say that the people believing in them are autistic. But if they are, you know, makes that's sense. great. 
<laughs> autistic people are real. That's fine. And I'm not going to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, but that's that's tends to be the pattern I have is when someone doesn't behave in the way that I expect them to behave based on patterns, then I'm like, oh, no, now I have no idea what to do. See, I... I don't know I how to improv those conversations or anything or how to improv I, social interactions. I love the improv though. Cause it's like, I used to really get like, not like it when people acted out of order, but I got so used to people being pretty predictable that I, it just gets boring. So now yeah. I'm like, I am constantly on the hunt for an interaction that really turns my head around. And sometimes it does. And I'm like, well, the game sometimes is it's no good. And sometimes Some, it's good. The thrill, thrill of the hunt cuts both thrill, ways. The thr- it's truly the double-edged sword of Damocles, you know? <laughs> I, I love how much of my life philosophy just involves around swords in very metaphorical ways mm-hmm. and also literal ways because like, I own some. But yeah, I want to buy a sword, but like I think people it. would be worried about me if I bought a sword. No, I think girls. if a girl had a sword, no one would care. Okay. You'd have to like walk around with the sword on. Oh, I'm not doing like, that. Absolutely. No, no. If you not. just like had a sword in your room, be like, yeah, I have I a sword. I just want to like have a sword to hang on my wall. What kind of sword? Well, hang it on your wall, know. but just in such a way that it could fall. It won't, but it could. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then you're, you're sleeping under the sword of right Damocles. above my bed. And <laughs> yeah, move all those little pa- paintings and shit out of the yeah. way. Just a sword, sword right, right there. there. No, like, like a, a big hang it from sword. the ceiling. Hang it yeah. from the ceiling. So it's like. If it falls, it's over. And it's got like a nice crossbar, like a a big one. So mm-hmm. it also kind of looks literally like a cross. So it's got this biblical vibe. People would be like, uh-huh. that's cool. That's that's and if my you had anybody story. over, people would be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now, if anybody – that would raise some red – biggest red flag if a girl has the sword of Damocles hanging above, above her bed. Head, a, a literal one? I mean, I'd be like <laughs> – this is a red flag, but yeah, yeah. I don't care. You walk into a you walk into a girl's room and she has a sword positioned above her bed. So if it fell, she fell, she'd be killed in the night. Is that like a red flag, or are you like, interested? I mean, like, oh, I, I mean, look, is it a red flag? Yes. <laughs> Am I interested? Also, yes, <laughs> big time. Um, in many ways, those- a, a lot of a lot of my past relationships were <laughs> that in a more metaphorical sense. Um, and that's fine. I want all of my red flags to be extremely literal. I think that that's very funny. <laughs> like you are just like literally like an auti- like some autistic uh-huh. guy wrote an anime. Uh-huh. So everything is just it's not metaphorical. It's all very no. literal. You just yes. want that to be basically life. Well, listen. I, I kind of like when I say that, I'm like that sounds kind of fucking cool. <laughs> I think about having powers all the time. What powers do you think about having them? Just like, okay. does, it, does it vary or? It's a combination, but it's usually like, I love teleportation, but I wouldn't use it to like teleport into a bank and steal something or whatever. Like I like short range, quick teleports. Oh yeah. I like that. Kind of. It's creative. You can use that to get away, obviously, but you can also use that to confuse somebody and like get in cheap hits. Love that. I just realized that me wanting like the ability to like be invisible or mind read is so autistic. That's, yeah, that that's a pretty autistic oh, no. one. Or, th- or those be yours, invisibility yeah. and mind reading. See, you, you don't want like the ability to like, like I want fucking like darkness powers. You know what I mean? Where I just shoot fucking evil balls of, of 
whatever. I don't because what is dark? It's not like fire, but it would look like fire. See, but like I think the problem is purple. is that if I could choose my power to have, it would just equate to me being not autistic. <laughs> it would just be yeah, it'd be a bunch of things that just yeah, it'd be like a bunch normal. of things that were just like disability aids for autism. Like yeah. mind reading, so I wouldn't have to guess. Invisibility, so I could get out of social situations. Like, it, yeah, and then my powers would be like, I want to be a villain. I want to be the Dark Lord. No, I don't want to rule. Like, I wouldn't rule. See, yeah, it's, I'm not into. Look, I'm very charismatic. I'm a great leader, but I don't really like leading that much. It's way too responsible. Like, it's too much responsibility. No, I get I gotta it. Got to get out of that. So I would love to just be like a a rogue shadowy agent. figure. A shadowy figure that's kind of neutral, but like you know, sometimes, uh, yeah, anti-hero. But like sometimes I'm on the side of the villains because like that's that's kind of interesting. That's kind of fun. But then exactly. like you know, and in the big team up against a real big bad guy, much like King DDD, I will side with Kirby. But yeah, in many exactly. ways, I'm kind of King DDD or mm-hmm. Meta Knight. A, a lot of ways. <laughs> Meta Knight was my first ever Smash main. Whenever I was like seven. <laughs> oh God, that is that is so dark. That the that was out. That, that that you were seven when that was out. I, I was don't know if fucking... I was seven. When did the first Smash Bros come out? I'll look it up. Two thousand eight, I think. I was at spring was break seven. at the beach, and my friend came with me, and he for my birthday he brought me Smash Bros. Oh no, it, it came out in ninety nine. It came out before I was born. Well, the first one came out. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I mean, I don't like that either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that ninety nine was uh, before I was born. Were you born before Melee? Uh, when did I think they came out in one. So the same year. Yeah, but I'm I'm wondering if it, like if I'm older than Smash Bros. Melee or not. Yeah, or if you're born out. like right before it. Uh, I was alive. I was two months you- old. Exactly two months old to the day. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Or at all. Three months. <laughs> Hold on, my math isn't working. It's, three months. Three months old. I, okay, it, I'm glad you figured out how the calendar works. Well, I tend to forget about September. The September of 01, you forget that month? Of all the of all the months and years to forget, that's the one you don't remember? I mean, not specifically of that year, just in general. I forget about September. I, that's the one I remember the most. I was Outside thinking, of April. I was like two weeks old when 9-11 happened. I don't know what I was That's up so to. That's so crazy. It blows my mind when people are like, yeah, I don't remember 9-11. I'm like. No. It was a weird day at school. <laughs> I'm sure I'll it was. I'll tell you what. It was, it was very strange. The te- it is. Like, I think. Did we get sent home early? I don't think we did. But like the teacher like sat us down. Did you go under very- lockdown? No. Because like. Because well, I know a lot of places went under like soft lockdowns where no one could like go outside. I think it was a soft lockdown, but they didn't call it that. And I don't think any of us really paid – like no one – it didn't raise yeah, any red it's flags. it's like school as normal, but you don't go to recess and you're like, well, this stinks. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was mm-hmm. like indoor recess today and we're like, okay. Because something – you know, there's like Legos and shit inside and like math blaster yeah. on the computer. And you're like, okay, that's that's nice variety. You use a proxy and play weird games on the computer. Yeah. Well, because I think there was like a – field trip because i was in third grade but i think the fourth graders had like a field trip closer to dc so like that was probably oh kind of rough for them but like for probably. us we're like yeah whatever um i think there's also a big deal when like there's like the dc snipers and stuff mm-hmm. 
but I don't, I mean, I barely even remember any of that shit, but yeah, the, the teacher sat us down they had like a weird kind of vague talk about like shit just ha- like stuff's happening and uh, you know, but we're here and we're fine. And, and I was like, no. okay. And then like, I drove home and my mom was like, fucking like, terrified and she was like yeah just in a really shitty mood and And i was like damn my mom's bitchier than normal today what the fuck why does my mom suck so bad today looks at the calendar september 11th 2001 oh my god my dad just sent me a picture of the coffin that he made with presumably the cat in it (laughs) (laughs) he he said lily 2006 to 2022 and i don't know if you can fuck i just dropped my phone um but he he made it. Can a, you see that? Oh wow, that's a very. That's cr- did he? It's he made nice. that. Well, I mean, he took a, a flower mm-hmm. holder thing, a thing you put flowers in and dirt. Yeah, and like then, a flower bed. And then he took a piece of wood and he stained that to match it. Nice, and it fit up nicely. And I guess he, famously, he, men who uh, get into like woodworking and making weird boxes farewell in life. Well, <laughs> deep uh, deep cut reference. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I think my barn dog might be doing better than my dad right now. I think barn dog uh, might be doing better than most of us right now. And that's, that's truly wanna, the thing I that wanna, we have to live with. I want to know what his wife is like. <laughs> Not that they're married yet, but I can't wait for her to post pictures of that wedding when it does happen. That'll be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me that in uh the the discord and like all of the people i've met through the discord we all sit right on the like millennial gen z line that tends to be the like yeah era well, because we're all like 20s basically we're all like 20s to early 30s but it's There's funny some how a little older some people a little younger but it's definitely a sliding scale on where you sit mm-hmm. though right because like skillshine and i are one year apart ish mm-hmm. like not quite but mm-hmm. whatever and i think I am much more on the Gen Z side of the fence. You feel more Gen Z? Um, I don't know. But sometimes I'm like, is that just because I suffer from arrested development and I like fried my brain being way too online? No, well, yes. Yeah. I mean, part of uh, it that, can't that not be it. it. That's definitely like, part of it. <laughs> like being chronically online is a, certainly an experience. And it's a very Gen Z experience to be chronically online because well, all but of I think are. I think it's just like, the big difference between elder millennials and not as and closer to the Gen Z line, mm-hmm. and it, it can kind of depend. It's just like how online were you as like as a person, and like how long did you keep mm-hmm. staying online? Because it's like in college, a lot of my friends were online, but they kind of like did not progress past like BuzzFeed. Like they hit that wall. And they never like, and their brains See, just permanently stuck so, in so Buzzfeed, BuzzFeed 2012. That was like middle school for me. Was when Buzzfeed yeah. was going on. Let me tell you the cultural phenomena that was Buzzfeed. It was and great. At, well, I mean, I always, I never liked it. I always thought it was stupid, and I thought like content I mean, aggregating of websites I liked were it dumb. Because I was, I was like, you're middle school. I was a middle school girl. All of my, I was severely repressing all of my emotions all of my friends were mormons trying to convert me um You're, that sounds like a dark place to be sounds like you might have been turning red you might just have well, turned red watching um, reading buzzfeed i well i was a part or i was leading a christian group at my at my middle school christian girls group um That's and cool. then i got kicked out of it 
For what? I'm too edgy. <laughs> Did you say the N word? Or would yeah, they not even happens. care? They might be like, No, eh, they wouldn't have cared. No, I got rough. upset because they uh <laughs> they they outed a girl and told her that she wasn't allowed to come. Yeah, no, it was bad. And I was and I Oh, come to practice, okay. Like she wasn't allowed to come to any of the meetings or anything. Yeah. And I was upset by that, especially because they outed her like publicly, pretty much. Outed her for being Gay. Into gay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. In, in, into women, like, because yes. I'm like, or is she? Is she? Who yeah, cares? We're, it but, was all yeah. girls. Yeah, um, that's that's what it was, and and then I kind of took a step back and realized that this particular group and this particular group was teaching things that I didn't agree with, um, yeah. especially when it came to stuff like that. Like, we used to go to these conferences every year, these like three day conferences. It was mandatory. One year I had to go, even though I had a broken foot, but. um in those, every year they would have like an ex-gay person come and talk. An ex-gay? That's yeah. so weird. You know, I, mean, I guess you know that's Texas, right? You know about like like yeah, it was in Texas. You know about yeah. the ex-gay movement and stuff like that, right? Like the Christian stuff where they're like. I mean, I know that it exists, but I'm not like mm-hmm. super familiar with because I've never I've never yeah. had an ex-gay person come down and be like, here's why being gay i've like read the the closest thing i've read to that is like people who have detransitioned which is like a whole other fucking thing yeah um Um, but yeah i've never this was very weird because this this girl comes in and to talk to us we're all we're all like there's high there's i think it ranges from ages like seventh grade all the way up to seniors in high school so there's like a large age range of people um and it was only the leaders of the different chapters of this thing there And uh, this girl comes in, oh, like, black hair only to hear septum ring tattoo. Like, you look at her and you're like, bisexual. You're like, that girl, yeah, that girl's, yeah, for sure. That girl's bisexual. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, <laughs> I, date, I dated a girl last year who looked just like that. Like, mm-hmm. mullet, fucking piercings and shit tattoos. Like, really weirdly into hentai. Like, that was a big part of her personality. Wait, like- like ironically or actually no actually oh yeah like because she she was a like she was a a like a barber and like mm-hmm. she would have like those like kind of hentai this girl doesn't sound straight it, well you would think and she's like i'm really into anime titties and i'm like okay but like how do you feel how about you feel real about women real? she's like no way and i was like I are you sure? I think you're bi. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not in my place to say so, this, but I think you're bi. <laughs> so this girl comes in and she's like, she's uncomfortable because there's no way this is going to be a comfortable situation. You're about to go in front of like seventy five ish uh, adolescent girls and tell them that I used to be gay and now I'm not because of the love of Jesus. Like, yeah. it can't and be. And you're an like, easy and thing. now if you can clearly see, I'm definitely not in yeah. the limit. It was the whole time that she was like, this, my life before uh, I found Christ. And like, she looked happy talking about that. She was like, yeah, I was getting all this pussy. Like, obviously not saying that. But she's like, I had <laughs> she's this. like, I was smashing I- left and right and it ruled. And now I'm so glad I'm not doing that. Good night. Because I'm blessing up for the Lord. Uh, but she was like, I had I had this serious girlfriend that I was in love with and like all of this stuff. And then she's like, and then my mom That's kept so and then she goes, and then my mom kept uh Facebook inviting me to a Bible study, and one day I decided to go. And I learned there that I would go to hell if I was gay. So I repented and turned from my ways. And I was like, Oh, I don't think this is a good thing. 
Yeah. That's I bad. don't I think mean, this is a I good think, story. I think Jesus would want her to be, to be with a someone lesbian. that she loves and be happy. Yeah. One hundred percent. Even though from what I from what I can tell, being on the periphery of some lesbian activity, it's 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 rough in those streets for sure. Oh, it's dramatic. It's crazy I mean, because there's this it's, one girl well, that I did a, a play with in high school. Mm-hmm. So like we're mutuals on Instagram. And um and, and the bit of the play was that I was an old lady and she was an old man because it's a classic, mm-hmm. classic classic gender swap, very funny. Yeah. Um I was also doing kind of a like a, a old Jewish lady voice, so in retrospect, that's kind of rough. That's really uh, funny. My director told me to do that, who was a student. So it probably just shouldn't have happened anyway, but Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It, it happened. I, I, it wasn't me. I was, I was just an actor. I'm, actors are famously stupid. Um, I was playing the role given. Yeah. She, <laughs> she told me to do it. I, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say no. I didn't, it sounds I, like I, you're I lost defending yourself from like blackface. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of this, this controversy before it happens. Um, no, but so. Before someone digs up videos of you doing Jewish voice, like. No, I don't think there are any videos. And uh, it, 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 I think there's enough plausible deniability, but that's definitely the directing note I was given, and I did the best to emulate it. Right. Um, old New York woman voice, perhaps. Who's okay. to say what religion they belong to? Because there's a lot, there's a lot of crossover up there. Uh-huh. Um, but the 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 girl who was well, I guess there. I think what gender is? Stand Just go with they. They. Well, uh, easier. They. She's they them she okay so okay, so she they she that she's a she they so I'm gonna use she because that's fucking easier but um I guess at some point I think at one point I like matched with her on Tinder while I was still in Richmond so uh-huh. she was maybe bi but I think she's now full blown lesbian mm-hmm. and so like she has like a harem of women who are yeah. constantly commenting on her. Okay. Because I guess she's yes. a top, right? So I think she is a hot commodity mm-hmm. for all the the bottom femmes. I think I'm using the terms correctly. I don't yeah. fucking know. But yeah. for me, I'm so just I'm is, watching is her. Is this person Insta like post. androgynous mask more? Or not feminine, really or... based on all of her posts, she looks fairly feminine? feminine. You know, that's she's... also like a hot commodity is a femme top and a lot of like femme lesbians like femme lesbians, but they won't date each other because one of them's a top or they're both bottoms, which like, I feel like. Well, like, you know, she's. Yeah. She's pretty yeah. femme. And, uh, but she has definitely posted that. Yeah. Oh, she even said on her most recent post, it says just your average NFT in parentheses, non-binary femme top. So there you go. Yeah. Um, that is a hot commodity right there. Yeah. Uh, a femme top is crazy in the you'll you'll go crazy in the lesbian scene but like just reading the comments is just like um girls just being incredibly thirsty for her. it's <laughs> it's it's so because i just you never it's like being thirsty but not in the way that like straight girls are like hyping up their friends yeah. on social media it's very much like these could be dudes saying the same things mm-hmm. and people would be like that's a little sus that's a little much but i'm yeah, like I'm just, it's just it's from an anthropological standpoint. I'm like, uh-huh. this is fucking wild. I love this. I love studying this. I shouldn't study people like that, but it's it's so fun. It is fun. Very sociology esque. Yeah. Well, it's just it's 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 a peek into a world that I will never get a glimpse of by design. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it sounds yeah. like it's hell. Yeah, I mean, I've I've dated girls, and it, it's it's different. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's more communication, but also I've I found feel like there's more communication, but a lot of it's also bad. <laughs> Not even like yeah. bad in that it's like poorly communicated. It's just like there's a lot going on. There's just a lot going on in general, and you know, it's one of those things where being raised uh, in like an because I was not raised in like a supportive household, and a lot of people weren't. Yeah, that you're just like a lot of people in the community. I found like have a lot of abandonment issues, um, for lack of a better word, which kind of leads to like the lesbian stereotype of you haul on the second date, you're moving in together. Well, and then that's what's so weird is because this girl, like, she was dating. I guess like a friend of a friend that I I was vaguely acquaintances with for a while mm-hmm. and they were together and I was like, Oh, that's, that's nice. Like I'm, I'm didn't know that the, the acquaintance was uh, into girl. That's great. You know, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> that's fine. But then like they quietly broke up and then like, you just see mm-hmm. the, our, our NFT just with a bunch of other, she's just cleaning house and like posting it on Instagram. I'm, I'm you, like, this is insane. Talks- clean house yeah clean house it's crazy if only skillshot wasn't a <laughs> part of that i mean you know he's also she's also married so it's yeah fine, she but. has a wife so but I, I mean things went a little differently could have cleaned house in, in a different world if, if we if the if the wheel shifted us into a different so when we, get, when we get sorted by the wheel and yeah. if we end up in that reality, then that'll be weird, you know? I think some people – because most people, I think, when they're sorted by the wheel, they don't, they're not really – they don't really perceive that they've – Yeah, no, no, shifted. no, 100%. I think I am definitely very aware of all the times in my life I've been sorted and I'm like, oh, I am – this is – we're in a new one. I have a couple – there's a couple like standout points in my life where the person I was before that point and the person I was or the world and the way it made sense to me before that point and after that point are so different. Yeah. One of them being a near death experience. The other one's not. A near death experience. Yeah. Are we gonna, do you want to go into that or no? My near death experience? <laughs> yeah. Um That's crazy. Sure I can. It was it was just almost like a very bad car accident that would have oh. killed everyone in the car. Like it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. We were on a dark road. The other person's headlights were off. Um, it was a two lane, but it was a passing area. And oh. I couldn't tell how sharp the turn coming up was. So the car came around the corner and I was like next to the other car that I was passing. Mm-hmm. And so I like gassed it to try and like get around them. And I did. I ended up, it ended up working out, but I don't know how. Like in my mind, like I, I'm aware that that physically should not have happened and that I should have died in that car accident. Yeah. So like I got I got sorted. And everyone in that the Lord car provides. that was with me. Everyone the that great was with wheel me, said not today. I was I was driving. Um I had a friend in the front seat and a friend in the back seat. And we all were like, so we all just like accepted our death, right? And they were like, Yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm very I I love accepting death in, in a way that I think really unsettles people. Um, like every time I'm flying and there's turbulence and people are like, it's enough turbulence that people are like worried. I am just like completely Zen and serene, mm-hmm. maybe even a slight smile on my face. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is it, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I, I've made my pee. I mean, I like was, I can't fucking uh, do anything about it. We're, 
If we're in going, my, we're going. In my last relationship, which was not healthy, nothing about it was Let good. Let the record show I was not a fan of that guy from the jump. He's he's not a good person. No. Um, I, 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 I was like, this guy's kind of fucking, this was the fucking poetry guy, right? Yeah. I, I always thought that was fucking weird. It was fucking I didn't weird. Wanna, I, I, don't, um, I don't think I was on a level of being able to tell you that. Yeah, 100%. the record, no. The problem was is that I, I had purposely distanced myself from like pretty much everyone in my life at that point. So no one was close enough to me to like tell me not to do it. Yeah, fair enough. If that makes sense. So I got into like a very bad situation because of that. And I, think I would we were go- all in that in that period of time. We were all kind of getting into some bad situations. <laughs> yeah, so that- I got into like a very bad situation and then I kind of felt trapped and didn't know how to get out of it. So I'm like, I guess this is my life now. And I got extremely manic during a portion of it and would just keep deciding. I'd be like, wow, so I'm going to for sure die driving to go see him. And I just had it in my mind that that was going to happen. And I convinced myself that I was like prophesizing it. It was crazy. That's kind of what it was like with my last, like the the big ex I had from like mm-hmm. when we were dated for like four years or whatever. Um it was definitely like a relationship where I went into it. W- there were some red flags. It was already long distance. Yeah. And I was like, yes. yeah, I'm going to move to Austin for this. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then like <laughs> like a year and a half later, she moved away. And I was Dang. like, this is fine. And then just the whole time I was absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. And for – I mean because it was just – there was just a lot of issues. But 100%. Part, part of it was also – this might sound crazy to some people. I'm actually a pretty mature person. <laughs> and at the time, she was not. And so there's a lot of like – That was kind of the issue Like she didn't understand having- that sometimes I needed time to myself because I would work a full day and be like, wow, like I'm yeah, fucking Yeah, that's kind beat. of the issues that like made me start realizing there were issues in this. Everyone else could tell that this relationship I was in was horrible and he was a piece of shit. Um, even my dog – Broccoli fucking hated him. Has never yeah. disliked a single person. He walks into our apartment and she like pisses herself and starts growling. <laughs> Animals Rancid are good vibes. litmus tests. Yeah. I mean, because so now- I don't think you- any ever liked my ex. And my ex also didn't mm-hmm. like her, which is a red flag to me. Like she refused oh, to call any like by pets, her name, that's- which is insane. That's an insane thing to like draw a line in the sand, be like, I'm not going to respect your cat by using their name. Mm hmm the fuck like what is yeah she's a person it, too it was sort of. like sort of long distance it was like a two-hour drive yeah like two and a half hours either way but i was a full-time student and at that point working a full-time job and doing podcast stuff and like i was i was you're a busy up, person I'm, I'm a very busy person yeah. um and i was for sure filling up my life on purpose to not have time to think about things um but right yeah he just like he refused to come see me like it was only me driving to see him and i'm like this doesn't seem correct there, yeah that's how that's how my uh my relationship was when we were long distance and i was in austin she was back in florida i think she flew out to see me twice he came up here once yeah which is it's just like I get like you're doing like you have school and shit, but like mm-hmm. I'm, I would fly out to see her just for random weekends and like exactly take off like some time. Like I know you could, mm-hmm. like once you like I think the the last year we were together, she didn't even see me for like my birthday, 
like or Dang. even at all during oh, that yeah. month. And I was like, he, oh yeah, this is on this is like on its death's door. Yeah. He didn't get me a birthday present. It was very funny. I <laughs> looking back on it, hilarious. I for his birthday got him like this this uh because I we all played D together, like yeah. all of my friends my entire life have. Um I That's got him very this like cool. <laughs> so wait, when, you do, when you do D D though, sorry to off track. No. But um when you do D D, do you guys like take it really seriously? Do you do like the voices and shit? Do you get really into character? So or is been, it more like a, a part mechanical of different fun? Um the first group that I was in was just like my older brother and his friends, and I mm-hmm. was like the younger sister that tagged along. Yeah. Um, and that group, which like obviously I became like friends with all of them and you know, as you grow up, it starts being like a weird dynamic when you're a few years younger. Um, yeah. But with all of them, it was like a poker night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, it would be like they would all come over, drink a couple beers, and we'd like play D&D until like 3 a.m. Yeah. That, that sounds, was, like, I mean, that sounds that fun and casual. Like, yeah. you're, just, you're like, playing it, it just casual. to have fun. Um, we were doing like we were purposely trying to do like insane things because when they worked, it was just like crazy. It's, and I have, oh, it, that's the best part of D&D and I have is when just, you just like, do crazy So bullshit. many like good stories and memories from that group. And then, um, but my ex's group, they, he wanted to take it way too seriously because he sucked. Um, <laughs> he was the cringiest motherfucker alive. He had a highlighter yellow Drag shirt. Drag his that, ass, bitch. Let's he go. Highlighter yellow shirt that said hashtag awesome on it. In 2022, at the age of 21. That's that's rough. That's no good. But he'd like he'd like get upset when people got like rules wrong. He legitimately um, considered breaking up with me because I got a D and D rule wrong. Who cares? It's fucking fake bullshit. It's a fantasy world. I I don't care. But it's, my all, it's like now, a cooperative game. Like the whole yeah. point is to have fun. Like it's my not group, like it's we're not playing Dark Souls. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, my Grish now is kind of a cool middle ground where like we have like fun rules where if you roll a nat one or a nat twenty, you have to like take a shot. But we still like care about our characters and want them to like have personalities. Yeah. But like we want our characters to have personalities, but all of our characters' last names are like Thorcock. Yeah, so silly it's, shit. it's like, and it's like one. Uh, my roommate's fiance, his whole character was based on a bard who would just convince, who would try and like turn straight men gay. That was yeah. like his whole character, but he'd play it by the D and D rules, which is kind of fun. So I've been through a variety of them. The serious ones suck because no one, everyone wants to pretend like they're fucking like what's the big D and D critical role. Mm-hmm. With the voice actors or whatever. Yeah. I, I see like for something like Critical Role, not that I've never listened to any, like I'm familiar with some of the voice yeah. actors and stuff only because mm-hmm. the voice acting I mean, industry is and like, that's why, Laura Bailey's literally every fucking yeah. woman in every video And that's, video game, that's so, why whatever. Critical Role is cool is because they're all good at that and that's their job to do voices. So it makes sense. Yeah. And they also like, yeah, like, yeah, it's their job. Like they're. Mm-hmm. They are actors, so like they're yes. able to do the the stuff. It's but not like, like I don't want to play weird improv with my friends who are not actors. Like I I like kind of just fucking around like with the game mechanics side mm-hmm. of things and like seeing where I can break the system. And like I don't yeah. care about who my character is or like what my alignment is. Like I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want because that's yeah. funny. But like the DM I've ever like I've only played with like my friend and his brothers. Mm-hmm. 
and they're all my friends, but you know what I mean. And he he's definitely he wants us to take it a little bit more seriously than at least I'm certainly willing to. Yeah, you know, I'm not willing to be yeah. in halfway on it, uh, <laughs> which is fine. You're famously of. flexible. I'm so flexible. <laughs> I don't like the implication that I'm not flexible. I'm very flexible. Anyway, you were saying something about your oh, I got him like an engraved amethyst D20 thing for oh, his that's cool. birthday. Yeah, no, it was like a thoughtful gift that I like had to think of. My he got me nothing, so I was like, huh, okay. I, I would have that would have like I don't know what your your love languages are, and I also think love languages are kind of bullshit because for me it's like, well, all of I'd them like are all good. Of them. Please They're all them. good like, in I moderation. Like a, I, I'd like someone to appreciate me. That's I want people to tell me nice things. Occasionally, I would like somebody to do something for me that is thoughtful, or uh, sometimes a gift is nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where someone's like my love language is specifically sure. quality time. Like I just want to hang on to you forever. It's like, well, you know, I mean, I'm very much like I love giving gifts. That's always been a thing. I love yeah. giving people presents. I do I love too. It so I much. love I like when I have the opportunity to give a thoughtful gift. I don't like having to just get somebody a gift and I can't think of anything or it's like an no, obligation. Like, I don't like that. But if I'm like, no. oh, it's somebody's birthday and I, they're this kind of person. Like I was I was very proud I of what love, I got. I love for curating her gifts. Yeah. Ooh. You want to share on Mike what it was or no? Sure. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, I mean, if she listens, she already knows what it is because she Wears it sometimes, but uh, so she really likes Kirby, and uh-huh. she likes you know the meme of Kirby where he's in the doorway with the knife, like it's a plushie yes. or something. You seen that picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she really likes that, and so I found a. She likes the color pink, so I found a pink hoodie with Kirby gleefully holding a knife, but like not in a creepy way, but in like a cute way, and it says "I kill you" on it, and it's just like a, it's a vibe, like it's like I would have kept it myself. Yeah, I love it. She didn't want it. It's it's a cute gift, and I was like, nice. This is. On brand, it's a good gift. And I felt good about that. And I like having those opportunities of like being able to just uh-huh. do with it. My I mom likes Animal in- Crossing and I got her uh, like a, a planter that was like an Animal Crossing character. And she thought it was hilarious. In general, like I just – if I see something and it reminds me of like one of my close personal friends, then I'll just like pick it up for them yeah. and just give it to them. But – so like I kind of get that, but I think in general the love languages thing, like yeah, you're gonna like all of them. Yeah, or unless like, you're I, autistic, people, and then you might hate physical touch, you know. And that's sometimes okay. physical touch with certain people, I I had this thing in college where my big phase mm-hmm. was like my friends would try and be a lot more huggy with me than I I mm-mm. liked, and I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I don't like touching my friends. Like I don't, I don't want either. to make physical contact with any of my friends. It's weird. I don't. Yeah, I really don't like a a friendly touch from somebody I'm not like seeing and you know you know, in a, you know in a the romantic way or whatever. I've never like had a that. person first time meeting you go for the hug because I hate it every time. Yeah, the first time meeting you can't be going for the hug. You got to give them a, a firm handshake. Although what I don't like is on dates where because I've had this happen to me before where I went on a date with a girl and I thought it was going great. You know, we, we went to a place, we, we got ice cream afterwards. We sat and talked till like one in the morning and it's like, well, it's time to leave. Cause it's one in the morning and it's like a Thursday. And like, she went in for a handshake at the end and I was like, well, I really misinterpreted That's how this so went. funny. It was, it was very funny, but I'm like, what the fuck? One of my friends, uh, fist bumped somebody after a date. 
which I think is might be worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do think that is worse because like, like a fist bump is like a bro thing. Bump is like it's like we're friends. Yeah. Whereas a handshake is like this is very professional in a weird way. And then she also sent me like an essay about how she was like, yeah, I'd like not really looking for anything serious right now, and I'm like about to leave the country, and I'm like. I suggested like we a, a second date idea like one uh-huh. time and like you asked for my number so like I don't know what this is. Um, <laughs> Signals confusing. Yeah. Um, no, I just got out of something and I'm like, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Like you gave me a handshake. The message was received. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. I got, yeah. I understand, but you know. I have no misconceptions about what's going on. Yeah, it was really. And then, like, when she left the country, because she was, like, traveling around mm-hmm. Europe, she would still, like, message me on Snapchat and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> there was uh, a guy that I was, like, briefly seeing who, whenever we, like, started seeing each other, I knew that he was, like, moving to Michigan in three weeks. So I was yeah. like, nah, this is, like, a good rebound from this really bad relationship. This where has like, an expiration date on it. Yeah. It has an fine. expiration date. We're both prepared for it. It's just, like something to kind of put someone in between where yeah. I am now and my ex, which, you know, kind of shitty, but we both knew that that was happening and I communicated that. So I think it's okay. Um, but he'll, he'll still sometimes like send me shit. And I'm like, hmm. every time his name pops up on my phone, I just like, I'm not upset by it. I'm just like confused. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're in Michigan, buddy. Like what? This isn't what bad, else? but like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, what is I mean, do you think he's doing it like from like a a friend angle or like it's did so you guys even to get to actually really being friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that was the thing is that we never got to like being friends enough that it would make sense when you moved away to keep texting. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. Like yeah. we obviously had like a lot of conversations and talked and shit, but cool, it wasn't sometimes like Sometimes you'll have those flings where it's like, uh-huh. you're, you you commu- you got enough to a level where it's like you could see yourself being yeah, friends so with this person. And uh, there just forward. wasn't enough really time to get to that level, I guess. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because like Cause I, I had a so. fling. I mean, it wasn't three weeks. It was like a couple months in mm-hmm. college. And I guess I would say it was a fling. She refers to me like that we dated and that she is an ex. And I'm like, well – Maybe in a technical sense, sure. I never but, know what to call people that I like didn't date, but I didn't not date. I'm right. Like, I mean, it's like we weren't ever not, in an official relationship. So it's like, do I yeah, consider you an like, ex? I don't know. But like, if I'm talking about you in a story to my friends, you're you're going to be an ex. If I've had any romantic interaction with you and I'm right. talking about you to my friends, you're an ex now. Like, sorry. Yeah. But like her and I, we were, we were able to just still be friends and stuff now, which I think is cool. Yeah. Because- you know, like, I've been friends with some of my exes, and ex I think it's I think it's healthy. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it it's not. Sometimes you need to cut shit off. But oh, let me tell no you, not blood. friends with my <laughs> I don't care. with with the most recent ex. No, oh, I mean he just sounds like a piece of shit. So I don't know why yes. no one would really want to be his friend anyway. <laughs> they did. To be fair, I am sure that his friends think I'm the bad guy because I did technically break up with him over text. But I mean, who cares? I I don't see the big deal. <laughs> Truly, I don't see the big deal with breaking up over text or just getting big conversations out over text. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. 
I mean, and maybe it that's me maybe like, that's like an on the spectrum thing where it's like that's it's what I think word, it is. I like I can, like being able to process my thoughts and like edit them and tweak so nothing like comes out wrong. Yeah, so you can, you say exactly what you want to say, and you can yeah you, you have time to go. Means, is this really what I want to say? Because in person, I will say fucking whatever. Texts and are that can traditionally be bad. like very literal too, which helps me out. Yeah, because there's no ambiguity, and I can like show Usually, it to other people. Yeah. Sometimes you need tone in like seeing somebody in person, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's like you just need. And we ended up, he ended up like calling me afterwards. Yeah. And so it was like this big breakup phone call um, that one of my friends later remixed into a trap beat part of it. So that's, <laughs> that's fun. Fu- that's funny. It's pretty good. I think yeah, my first high school girlfriend, I like broke up with her in text and then did the phone call thing afterwards. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this isn't. Working. Like the closure phone call. And I was like. Yeah, yeah. The closure is your piece of shit. Sorry. She's still a big fan of mine for a while. Me for a year, so hmm. Gaslighting is. I look. I'm letting the record show. I've never. I was publicly accused, but like not. It wasn't directed at me specifically, but it was about me. Publicly accused of gaslighting before, and it's like I by one of your TikTok. No, this was, not the, this was not the TikTok. Because I was, love that was so the people funny, that though. were talking about you on talking shit about you on TikTok. He's so funny. And the the thing is, broke her toe. Yeah, I just I'm like, I didn't even ghost her. I just didn't like like I. It was a couple days since I talked to her. And this That's is really years funny. ago at this point, but it's like, it's like did I see this going funny. anywhere? Not really, but like I would have still like hung out. You know, to watch fucking it's, it's always sunny funny. Philadelphia. Like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. But it is, yeah, it is hilarious to make a TikTok about me being evil and then break your toe over it. Break your toe halfway through it. It's and still post it to TikTok. <laughs> well, good because it's so funny. It is funny. I mean, it, it, I, uh, yeah, and I'm sure she sees it as funny too because yeah. that's hilarious to be in the middle of making a call out post and then having to go to the ER. Hilarious. Don't don't call me out, because you'll get what's coming. That's the moral of that story. That's the sword right there. (laughs) The sword of Damocles is 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 working for me. Oh wow! That's the real secret. The real secret is that you're hanging above the sword of Damocles' head. I'm the one cutting the string. (laughs) I just wait for people to go under it, and I go, got him, got him. And all this time I'm pretending, I'm like, oh no, it's going to get me. But then I'm like. <laughs> or will it? Or will it? Yeah. The, the mystery of coach. That's the. That's the great mystery of coach. The great mystery of coach. Maybe that, maybe that's, no, that's not the title of the episode. I don't know what the fuck we're doing with this. Um, I don't know what we're doing with this either. It kind of took a weird turn. It's a weird. Through. It just became like this a weird the like therapy like session. Very, kind of very thing. brain jail-esque in the way that kind we started of, yeah. off being evil and funny. And then we were like, now let's talk about our past traumas and our relationships. But I mean, it was, I thought it was, this was good. I liked no, it. No, I enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun. Good vibe. All right. Um, you can normally find me on the Doug Zone. Uh, because if you couldn't tell, uh, this this wasn't skill shy. <laughs> April yeah, Fools. So I'm not skill shy. I'm Ian Doug Zone, famous. Uh, <laughs> so listen to the Doug Zone if you don't already. You probably. I do. love. I love that the Doug Zone thing only applies to you and Matt. Like that's y'all's last name. But oh, I'm not. I'm not Coach well, Bad Boy Crimes. Mine, I'm just mine. Coach. Was it my the actual letter I got was uh, 
Jillian Gamer Girl. That's who it was oh. addressed to. Not not Ian Dugzone, but Ian Dugzone is who I am in the Discord. 100%. Right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how I mean that's how I've been referring to y'all since it's very the Dugzone happened. I was like, well, I'm not, you know, because I need mm-hmm. to be specific and mm-hmm. don't want to dox your last name. My God. Oh no, I'm not an animal. That'd be um, so rude. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any plugs because um, uh, l- listen to I mean not listen to the Doug Zone I guess listen to Bad Boy Crimes if you're coming over here yep. from the Doug Zone side of things. Uh, you know I'm I'm not evil. Okay, fucking Matt's friend. Okay, I'm not evil. Not that she'd be listening to this anyway, or they, whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. I'm good. Yeah, it's fine. Do you, do you guys have like an outro on BBC or anything? Um, like music, or like do we have or like, like a, say, a sign? Do off? we have like a thing? No. A sign or, off? Uh, should we come up with one? I don't because we don't. I don't know. We we salute each other at the camera when we're like we're just like good night and we do that. We'll, we do a little salute to each other. <laughs> um, but it's a visual bit. Yeah, Nick did that on his episode, but he wasn't aware that. That was, it was what like we a- did. He just did that to us as like a, be, him being strange. Um, so he ended up, well, which I guess says a lot about us now that I say that out loud. Um, yeah. So um, um, this is the- Program to Kill, uh, Watch Gossip Girl. Um, watch Blade else? Runner 2049. Ethan watched it. He said he enjoyed it. So Don't you know, watch my- The Wire. Don't, Don't watch The Wire. Bad. Fuck The Wire. Don't Fuck watch wire. it. Watch Gossip Girl instead. Um. Uh. Play Kirby. If play you Kirby. Want to. Um, All right. That this Skillshy is bad at ending episodes. I don't say, know how. This is the like, end of the episode. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs>